0: I wanna give a shout out to James and Crystal Abenroth of Church of the Nazarene in Oil City, Pennsylvania. The congregation thought there was no point in doing Awana because there were no kids coming to their church. But James, Crystal, and other church members persevered, knocking on doors, handing out flyers, and picking up kids in their neighborhood. It wasn't easy, but in one year, 84 kids attended Awana, and they averaged 35 kids per week in attendance. This led to kids putting their trust in Jesus and six new families attending their church. Jesus is amazing. Hey
1: everyone, and welcome to the Awana Club's podcast. I'm Hunter Williams, I serve as an Awana missionary in Tennessee and I have the privilege once again to be your host on this podcast. In today's episode, I interview Peyton Bowie. He serves as an Iwana ministry director and children's pastor at Mars Hill Baptist Church in Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. He's also become a very good friend of mine. Uh, We've had chances to connect, at least on a monthly basis, and I just love his heart and passion for ministry. In the interview, we talk about all kinds of things. We talk about funny moments he's seen this year in his club. We talk about God moments that he's seen this year, and we also talk about training, and you need to listen to the end of the episode to hear his heart for training. It is so, so good, and he just shares a lot of practical things. So enough of me giving an introduction. We'll get to the interview with Peyton right after this break. Thanks for listening, we'll be right back. Are you a church that keeps refreshing its ministry by updating your resources and learning new skills to make your child discipleship as effective as possible? Or would you like to be? (laughs) Then you should become an official Awana member. For just $125 a year, you get 30% off all Awana Club products, exclusive access to special and seasonal discounts, training from Awana Basics online, plus added visibility for your church on Awana Finder, our national website to help new families discover your Awana program. Go beyond just using Awana curriculum and sign up for a membership today at awana.org slash become a member. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the club's podcast. And as I said, I've got Peyton joining me. Peyton, thank you so much for being on the podcast
0: today. Absolutely. I'm super excited about this. Yeah, I'm,
1: I'm excited to have you on. Uh, Peyton and I have become pretty good friends he's he's been coming to these children's ministry hangouts i started about a year ago where once a month we get together with children's ministry leaders in the chattanooga tennessee area and i have just loved having Peyton come to those he brings a lot of Insight. He asks good questions. Um, he has good resources he brings, and I just enjoy talking to him. It's fun, like joking around with him. I got to go to their church, Marshall Baptist Church. Um, what was that? A couple of months ago to come do like a, a recharge training, and maybe we can talk about that later. But uh, Peyton, I really just wanted to bring you on just to celebrate what God's doing in your life and in your ministry, your church. And before we get kind of to maybe more serious. I really, one thing I wanted to ask you as you look back over uh, your ministry uh, through the year, what are some funny moments that have happened? You know, when you work with kids, it's inevitable that they're gonna say something crazy or uh, something's (laughs) gonna happen that wasn't planned and it ends up just being a great memory. So I'd love
0: for you to share maybe just some funny moments that happened through this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, there was one time uh, it was around mother's day and we started, I wanted to make like a, a cute little funny video, uh, you know, for the moms on mother's day. And so we started interviewing all our kids in our club, um, about their moms. And I started asking them questions, you know, like, what makes you proud about your mom? You know, what's the, what's your favorite thing your mom cooks for you? And like all these kind of things. Right. And, uh, one of the kids, I asked them like, what's your favorite thing about your mom? And she said, when she's pregnant, well, they had not told anybody, but apparently she was pregnant at the time (laughs) and (laughs) nobody knew. And I was like, well, that's kind of weird. This is their youngest kid, you know? (laughs) But we later found out like she was pregnant, you know? Um, And then another little girl, I was like, what's your mom's favorite thing to do? And she said, she loves to sit on the front porch and eat popcorn. (laughs) <laughs> like, out of all the things like front porch and eat popcorn <laughs> you know like it's just hilarious you never know what's going to come out of the kid's mouth oh man
1: and i love that uh you know you get pregnancy announcements when they weren't supposed <laughs> to be announced yet or random things kids remember like popcorn you know? yeah uh, yeah I, I love that just the those moments you, you don't expect them to say uh, even if they're the small things right
0: there's this one kid we started we broke up in our small groups you know and we started talking about like what our favorite bible stories were and it kind of got to the point where like you know kids weren't really saying much and uh so i was trying to you know lead them and uh kind of push them along and I said, you know, what about like when Jesus, you know, raised Lazarus from the dead, you know, like how awesome was that? And, uh, one of the kids said, he looks me dead in the eye and he said, what about the big boss man? I was like, the big boss man. He said, yeah, the big boss man, he was dead for 20 minutes. He came back to life. I was like the big boss man. And he started getting like frustrated that I didn't know who this was. He was like the big boss man, the wrestler, like the WWE wrestler. <laughs> I was like, I love your enthusiasm, man, but that's, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. All he heard was, uh, coming back to life and that triggered yeah, it for him. Yeah. Yeah. The last one that I would have, um, <laughs> we were doing this craft activity with our kids. Um, Around like Noah's Ark, and we started. Uh, I had the kids like actually like try to build an ark out of magnet tiles, and it kind of started kind of slow. The kids really didn't know like how to how to do it and whatnot. And one of the older kids, he's a fifth grader, he ran up to me and he said, "Hey, can I can I like you know delegate like who does what and like try to organize this a little bit?" I said, "Yeah, sure." He immediately runs back over there to the table and he says, Okay, you're Shem, you're Ham, you're Japheth, everybody else act like you're drowning. And I was rolling. I mean, that was just hilarious. Like, how did he think of that, you know? Oh man. And well, one thing it shows is he was
1: listening to the Bible story and <laughs> <laughs> the details of it, but I'm sure there's millions of those you could share um, because I know that you have a great kids ministry and great kids that come through. Uh, So, you know, as we pivot, uh, we're talking about funny kids, but also I'm sure you've seen God moments throughout the year as well. And so I'd love for you also to share maybe some great work you've seen God do in your ministry, whether it's in the life of a child or the life of one of your leaders or even in your own life, how you've seen God at work in some pretty amazing ways ways.
0: Absolutely. Um, so there was this one little girl, um, she, she's about six years old and she refused to come into our wanna clubs. Like she was like, I'm going in there with my mom. Like she was just having a bad day and like, she just, you know, she refused. And I kept trying to, you know, spur her along like, Hey, can you come help me with this? You want to be my helper? Like, can you, you know, help me pass this stuff out and like do all these things, you know? And she was like, no, no, not at all. You know? And so eventually the mom was like, okay, you know, we'll, we'll try this again next week. Like, you know, I'll just take her into the service. Well, she wound up walking the aisle um, and accepting Jesus that morning or I'm sorry, that afternoon um, in, in our main service. And she like came running back to mm-hmm. me after service was over with. And she was like, I accepted Jesus. And so we started talking about it. Like, you know, I started asking her, like, what is sin? Uh, you know, why did Jesus have to die on the cross? Like, why couldn't mm-hmm. God just, you know, forgive everybody's sin? Why did Jesus have to die? And she could tell me exactly why Jesus had to die, what sin was. Like she could answer all these questions. And she was very passionate about it. And she was like very excited. And I was like, well, I guess that was (laughs) why she didn't come in the, you know, our our clubs that night, you know, and she needed to get saved. And that was, that was an awesome, awesome moment.
1: Yeah. One thing I love about that is sometimes what seems like an issue is really God working behind the scenes. You know, you could have got frustrated and said, I can't believe she won't come to club, but God, you know. He had, he had a plan. Absolutely. I, I love hearing that. And I, I always love hearing stories of kids coming to Christ. There's just something beautiful about a child's faith where they give complete trust to Jesus and what he's promised he would do. And uh, I, I love hearing that. Um, do you have any, any stories about maybe um, things you've seen in your leaders or even in your own life um, that that's,
0: that's just been beautiful to see in your club this year? Well, so... Um... And through a lot of kind of the trainings and different talking with different people, especially our hangouts uh, that we've been having, we're, you know, over there in Chattanooga. Um, A lot of you guys have been spurring me to go a little deeper with kids because, you know, I think a lot of Mm -hmm. times we can think that, oh, well, it's children's ministry. We kind of have to dumb down the gospel or we have to dumb down the scripture to put it on their level, Uh, you know, but kids can really soak up and actually understand a lot more than we give them credit for. Mm. Um, And so we started, I started a new series um, in our small groups about like how to study your Bible and why that's important. And I started giving parents a few more resources on like some deeper Bible studies with their children. Uh, My wife and I actually wrote one, a five-day devotional over the the first chapter of John. Um, And I've had a lot of parents that come back to me and have said, man, my kid actually like understands this. Like they're actually, you know... um, retaining this stuff that we're talking about. And we do like a family question of the week as well, uh, for parents to kind of help them, um, have gospel conversations with their kids. And, and they're like, you know, some of this stuff is, a little deeper that I thought my kid could even understand, you know, and they were right. like, some of this stuff is even kind of deep for me, <laughs> you know, and they're like, you know, this is like super good. And it's really helped uh, a lot with giving them opportunities to talk to their kids about Christ. And
1: that, that's one thing Peyton, I've noticed about you, is you're really good at taking, whether it's a teaching you've gotten at a conference or a conversation, and you immediately think how to apply it. And so that's something I've noticed over the year connecting with you several times is just how hungry you are to learn and put things into practice. And I noticed that especially uh, about a month, like I said, a month or two ago, when I came and did kind of our recharge training at your church with your Iwana Club leaders, uh, just the hunger there and wanting to implement, uh, you know, the 3B philosophy and things like that. So I think maybe a cool way to uh, end our conversation would be to talk about the importance of training and applying that training. And so uh, I'd love for you just to kind of share your heart on training, maybe, you know, things you've learned or trainings that you would recommend people to go to that Awana offers, just because I do think uh, we can't overemphasize that you know, you can do, you can do a wanna clubs for 20 years, but that doesn't mean you've got it all figured out. There's things you're always going to be growing in and learning. And so I think that'd be a cool way to, to end this. I'd love to hear your heart
0: behind training. Cause I know that that's a, a big thing for you. Absolutely. Um, For me, like I first started out as just a volunteer, you know, and then I became an intern. And then eventually, about a year ago, uh, you know, I got hired on full time as the children's pastor. But under our previous children's pastor, we really didn't have a whole lot of trainings uh, that happened. And I really kind of felt like we were kind of pieced it together as we went along a lot of times. Um, And so whenever I came on, I was like, okay... What kind of trainings can we get for our volunteers? Because I don't want my volunteers to feel like I did, where I was like, felt very unequipped and very, um, you know, inadequate uh, to be able to teach these kids. And so, um the training that you came and did over you know, the three B's belong, believe, become uh, was super helpful and a lot of my volunteers were like, man, that was you know like crazy good, you know, just how, how can we, take this and put it into practice in our clubs you know even from game time like how can we make a sense of belonging in game time or how can we make a sense of uh of believing in game time or or our large group or a small group and there was a lot of good changes that came along with that um in in my leaders and they really are the ones that were were saying like hey, we need to do this, you know. I didn't even have to uh, go to them and be like, hey, we need to change this, or we need to change that. They were the ones coming to me and saying, hey, we need to, we want to do this, you know, is this all right, and I'm like, absolutely. You know, like, um, let's definitely start changing some stuff up, like with game time, you talked about, you know, making a sense of belonging, where the kids that don't always play sports, you know, they uh, need to be able to play a game that is not like sports specific, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So we've started implementing some different games and stuff that all the kids can play that don't really matter how athletic you are, you know, and um, implementing some arts and crafts and that stuff as well. Um, and then just like a lot of my small group leaders, um, once they were finished with small group, they used to go into service and um they would usually go in you know about halfway through service and they would really miss a lot but um once they passed them off to large group or they passed them off to game time they would either just sit around or they would leave and after that training we went through they were like man we need to stay with the kids we need to interact with the kids like Mm -hmm. we need to do this you know um and I read that book that you had uh, given us, Children's Ministry and a New Reality, and I, I had shared some of those statistics um, with our church as a whole, and then with a lot of my volunteers, just about how, you know, the impact that a single person that's not a parent that is investing in a child's life, how huge of an impact that has on that child's life and and how they grow in their relationship with Christ. Um, it's crazy to look at those statistics and be like, man, this is, this is crazy, you know, but it's really not anything new. Like we have known this for a long time, you know, just looking at people's, uh, and kids lives as they grow. um, The Child Discipleship Forum that we went to back last year was incredible. Uh, There was so much content uh, that was packed into those two days. Uh, I was really glad that they allowed us to go back and look at the recordings because there was a few of them that I was like, I got to go back and look at that. I I completely missed some of that information (laughs) because there was so much. Um, But one main thing that kind of, got me at that training uh, at the Child Discipleship Forum was um, the talk about how children's pastors are spending their time. Um, You know, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, you know, just spending it like alone in an office, prepping and planning. And those things are fine for a time, you know, but like being around other people, um, you know, Jesus was around other people all the time. You know, he did step away um, every now and then, you know, away from the crowds and away from the people to pray. And you need those times. Um, but being around other people like that was his whole ministry, you know, was investing in the lives of people. And so he really kind of spurred me to uh, like, hey, start texting my parents and stuff like hey where are your kids ball schedules you know like i want to come to some of your kids ball games and and try to be around more people more often and uh you know not Mm -hmm. just sit in my office prepping and planning some coloring sheets and and some curriculum and whatnot you know um so yeah the the child discipleship forum was huge uh in that and also the the talk on how like the most important thing that people were saying in their ministry was prayer, but they were really mm-hmm. only spending about 15% of their time in prayer. Wow. And it's like, we've got to change that, you know? And so I've, I've started implementing different things to help me and to remind me different times throughout the day to pray uh, for cer- certain things and specific things, Try to take some time away from just sitting at my desk and actually spend more time in prayer than I was. Man, all that stuff is so good. Everything
1: from local trainings that a missionary can do, from the National uh, Child Discipleship Forum, to, uh, like you said, online trainings that we have available too. I just wanna, as we end, I wanna encourage people, really take advantage of those things. Capitalize on them because uh, an untrained leader can only go so far and then they'll burn out or they'll hit the end of the rope. And so uh, I think Peyton, the reason, again, I wanted to bring him on, I think he is such a prime example of someone who sees the value of training but instantly implements it. Because some people go to trainings and say that's nice and then it just stays in their notebook and collects dust. (laughs) But implementing it in very practical ways is huge. And you heard that from his leaders even jumping on. And that's the way you know leadership has caught onto a vision is when they take ownership of it and apply it to their own uh, segments of ministry. And so, I just want to say, Peyton, thank you so much for jumping on this call, this interview with me. Uh, I enjoyed the funny moments, the God moments, and the ways that you implement training across your clubs. So, Peyton, thank you so much for being on this interview, and I'll be seeing you again soon at one of our Hangouts, for sure.
0: Absolutely. I can't wait. Thanks for listening to
1: the Owana Clubs podcast. The Iwana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio. All rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Iwana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship Podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me,
0: Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.